everyone, it's Becca Pleer, and you're listening to We Like to Make Stuff, brought to you by WSUM, the podcast where I interview creative people of all kinds about their awesome work. Today we have Kelly Popper and Peyton Mason to talk all about bullet journaling. But before we start, I want to remind you listeners that the opinions expressed on this show do not reflect the views of WSUM, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. Hello. Thank you for being here. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. It's good to have you. Peyton, if any of you listeners didn't know, is actually my co-host for our live show on WSUM. It's on Saturdays at noon. It's called Happy Hour, and it's a positive news show. So check that out if you want to hear more of Peyton or more of me. Shameless promotion for myself in the station. Super awesome. Check it out. Yes, I would have to, I'd have to agree, and I'm completely unbiased, seeing that it is my show. Um, of course, of course. Yes. So, Kelly and Peyton, would you like to tell us each kind of what you're about in terms of art and creativity, what, what you do, maybe where you go to school, what, what your life is about? Yeah, I'm a student here at UW-Madison. Um, I mainly do visual art, so drawing and painting. Um, I kind of want to get into more jewelry making and fashion design, but that's kind of scary because I've never so done fun. that. I can teach you how to sew. Please do. I know how to sew. I'm just I really can teach bad you how at to it. Embroider. Cool. Please Ooh, I do, do cross stitch. So if you ever want to cross stitch, wait. Yes. What's the difference between cross stitch and embroidery? Cross stitch is like where you use that. It's a special fabric where it has kind of like a square pattern, and you oh. do it in terms of like X's. Oh, and it's like sick. more of a grid style, so it's more like I guess mathematical okay. than freeform, which I would consider like regular embroidery to be a little more flowy freeform. But it's all the same type of thing, needlepoint, as they say in the old days. Ooh, uh, when yeah. I started embroidery, I didn't know that you could like separate the strings out, so I just used the whole thing, <laughs> the whole yeah, floss. and then it's like super thick. And then I was like, why is this like this? And then I realized you can make it thinner. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, Peyton, you want to tell us a little about yourself? Yeah, so I also go to the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Beautiful, love her. And uh, I guess I, I dabble a little bit in, uh, like, visual 2D. Yeah, so, like, painting and drawing and stuff, but I also sing in choir. I like that, doing that. Yeah, collaging recently has been my big thing. Cool, 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 cool. So... Both of you are clearly very passionate about art, as am I, and you are in a variety of things. And you both, including me, have something in common, which is we all bullet journal, what, what. Uh, Some of you listeners are probably like, what the heck is that? Don't worry, I'm going to tell you right now. Here is my version of the history of the bullet journal. And I didn't know any of this um, until I researched it for this episode, so... That's pretty cool. All right. The bullet journal was invented by Ryder Carroll, and it was like his invention, his idea that he kind of started into a business. And it was, I guess, shared publicly in 2013, fairly recently. Um, I'm just going to read a little thing from their website, which is bulletjournal.com. It says, Bullet Journal, or Bujo for short, wow, was created by Ryder Carroll and 
oh, they have a typo on their website. That's a little unprofessional. <laughs> Additional product designer and author living in Brooklyn, New York. Diagnosed with learning disabilities early in life, he was forced to figure out alternate ways to be focused and productive. Through years of trial and error, he developed a methodology that went far beyond simple organization. Now he focuses on helping others learn what the bullet journal method is truly about, the art of intentional living. So it sounds kind of cultish from, bit, little, from yeah. my perspective, but that's, that's also an interest of mine. I don't want to be in a cult. I don't want to lead what? a cult, but I'm interested in like, I guess, the psychology behind cults. Anyways, that's not what this is about. This is about bullet journaling, a very lighthearted and fun activity. So the bullet journal idea, I guess, product became popular on Kickstarter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Pinterest initially. And I think those are still the places, especially for me, Pinterest, Instagram, and YouTube are where I learned about bullet journaling. So I think that's a thing that reigns true today. So the goal is to help people live intentional lives, ones that are both productive and meaningful. The system organizes scheduling, reminders, to-do lists, brainstorming, and other organizational tasks into just a single notebook instead of having like a planner and a journal and whatever else. You just have it all in one. And that's like your Bible, basically. The name bullet journal comes from the use of abbreviated bullet points to log information, which is like kind of a hallmark style of the traditional bullet journal. But it also partially comes from the use of dotted journals, which are gridded using dots rather than lines. And that is what I personally use for bullet journal, but I've seen other people use unlined paper or like a grid, just regular grid paper for their journals. So the core tools of a bullet journal are an index, which is basically self-explanatory. It's just like an index or a table of contents for a regular old book. A thing called rapid logging, which uses a system of symbols like dashes, asterisks, circles, etc. to simplify, abbreviate, and organize information. The symbols are explained typically in a key, which is usually located in the front of the journal. There are also things called logs, which are basically to-do lists that are organized on different time scales, like daily, weekly, monthly, and future logs or to-do lists. And these are also often called spreads because they're usually spread across two pages. Another thing, collections. They make up the bulk of a bullet journal and they organize information by content, which are basically like your logs, lists, and trackers. Uh, altogether. Trackers that are typically used are habit and mood trackers, fitness or diet trackers, or like sometimes people do a list of books they want to read or movies they want to see or restaurants they want to try. There's another thing called migration, which is the practice of kind of periodically updating your to-do lists onto new lists. So you carry some unfinished text over from one to the next. And that can also refer to the process of moving into a completely new notebook because some people um, for me, my first bullet journal, I basically filled it all up through the course of the year, but some people fill out multiple over the course of the year. Um, basically, the main draw of the bullet journal is flexibility because there's a lot of room for people to get creative and customize it to whatever they need. And I think the online community where this kind of started and has been growing um, morphed the idea behind the standard bullet journal to be kind of whatever you want. 
um, and they journal for different purposes like school, work, mental health, fitness, or basically whatever. That was my abbreviated history of the bullet journal for context. So now we're going to get into the interview portion and I'm going to be self-centered and also interview myself because I have opinions too because I also bullet journal. So Peyton, how long have you been bullet journaling? I think I started in my sophomore year of high school. That sounds right. So that would be four years-ish? Yeah, I think. Three and a half? Yeah. It depends on like when I started sophomore year. I don't really remember. Okay. So quite a long time. Uh, yeah, you could say a long time. What prompted you to start bullet journaling? Um, One of my best friends, her name is Catherine, she bullet journaled all the time and she'd like do it right next to me and I just watch her do it and it just was so relaxing to look at. So partly that, but also partly I never really liked any planner that I had, like whenever I would go to Target and buy them. And she was like, oh, well, with a bullet journal, you just make the planner into like how you want it, into whatever you want it to be. So you can like tailor to like your needs and like the lists and stuff that you want and so I was like all right yeah cool give it a shot that is fascinating Kelly how long have you been bullet journaling um I started in December so only a few months you two got me into it oh but we've been strong since then wow I started bullet journaling two Decembers ago so Mm. it's been a full year and then this new year is when I've been continuing. So I guess a year and a half, I would say. And I started because that December that I first started, I was very sick, very bored at home on my winter break. And I wanted to try something new. And I'm really into organization and stationery. And so I kept seeing like videos and posts on Instagram of these really like beautiful bullet journals because That's just what the algorithm thought would be good for me. And apparently it worked because that Christmas I used like a lot of my gift money to buy bullet journal supplies. And that January I started strong and then I continued because I love it. Peyton, if you were to describe how you use your bullet journal, like is there a specific purpose or a thing you typically most use it for? Yeah, so I guess it started out as my planner, but then um, as I kept, like, pursuing art and stuff, I used it as a planner, but also to, like, write down the tasks that I had to do for the week, so not just homework stuff, so it was, like, daily life things, and then also, like, homework stuff for school, and then eventually I also started journaling in it a little bit, just because I really didn't want to be in like a couple different places I wanted it to be just all in one place and then I also started using it as kind of like a sketchbook too because I again like I wanted it all in one place instead of carrying around like a couple with me all right Kelly how how do you use yours so mine's mainly to-do lists um just so I can have a place to like check everything off. It's so satisfying. Um, And then I also write down like the best and worst parts of my days and kind of recap what's happened. And that helps me kind of like think about what I've been through and like helps with my mental health. And I'll write down anything I'm worried about. Um, And it's mainly just that a little bit of doodling. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I similarly to Peyton, I started mine while I was still in high school and I would at that time I didn't have a planner. So I would just keep track of my assignments and, like, my calendar in there and also home to-do lists. Uh, But now that I'm in college, I was gifted a separate planner that I actually do really like. 
So now I kind of keep school separate. And I mainly use my bullet journal these days for, like Kelly, more reflection. And I like, I don't draw in it, but I like having an aesthetic that I curate and I think about. So because I like looking at it a lot. So thinking on the beginning of the year or whenever you're starting a new bullet journal, what does the setup look like to you? What what are the things you've got to make sure you have in right at the beginning there? What are things that you put in initially, like your basics? What would you say, Kelly? Um, so I've only had one journal, but um, generally every month I like to have the same like basic things in the front. So I put a cover page that kind of has like the name of the month all cute and drawn out. And then I have like a general to-do list for the month. So I write down important dates like birthdays or like doctor's appointments, stuff I know I have to do. And that's just at the beginning of every month for sure. Yeah. For me, I also have a cover page for every month and I have a calendar that I put in the beginning of every month, even though I don't really use that calendar. It's mainly just to like mark the months for me. But I live by my Google Calendar. I live and breathe and die by it. I also put in a lot of trackers. I do like a mood tracker and habit trackers and sleep trackers because I want to make sure I'm getting enough sleep. Typically, I'm not. But, you know, it's the effort that counts. How about you, Peyton? Yeah, so um, I guess I, when I start, like, a new bullet journal, I always have, like, a little cover page, and I kind of try and, like, use that to set up the theme that I want my bullet journal to be, because typically when I do it, I want, like, the whole bullet journal to be consistent at the end. And I I started off, like, a grid spacing thing, too, that I've never Mm -hmm. used. I don't think I, like, used it ever. It was kind of a waste of a page. Mm -hmm. But then I also have, like, my uh, schedule for the semester, so, like, my class load. And then I also uh, have, like, a big calendar of the month that we're on just because I really like to look ahead and, like, know all the due dates for stuff or, like, events that I have going on or, like, when people give me new stuff that's going to happen, like, in a month or two, I like to have, um, like, record of it. So then people, when they're asking me about my schedule, I just know it and have it on hand. So do you carry your bullet journal with you everywhere? Yeah, it stays in my backpack. And then whenever I go out and do stuff with people, if I bring a bag, it usually comes with me. Oh, cool. Kelly, do you bring yours? Always in my backpack. (laughs) That's cool. When I was in high school and using it for my classes, I would have it with me always. But these days, I don't because I want to keep my backpack as light as possible. But I always have it like out and ready at my desk. I definitely try and open it like every night. So at the end of the day to reflect. So kind of transitioning to what we enjoy. Um, what What's your favorite part of your bullet journal? Is it like, is there a favorite um, page you like to do or is there a favorite use or something? So I started a bucket list in my bullet journal and I think it's really fun because it's not like normal things. It's not like you know, go out and I don't know what a normal thing is on a bucket list. Climb Mount Everest. Yeah, it's like really weird. It's like get in a bar fight, rob a bank, like that kind of thing. So whenever I come up with a ridiculous idea with my friends, I write it down there. And I just think it's really fun to look at and kind of think about, you know, what we could do, what I want to be doing. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah. So I recently, since we have access to so many magazines, I started collaging, which I think is really cute because it's always like however you want it to look and you can still put like you could still make it like a calendar spread but have it be a collage or like have like a weekly spread and have it be a collage or just have like little extra elements and I'm really really excited because I put like a bunch of stuff in and I um have like a paper bag this is actually kind of cool that my friend Catherine who taught me how to do it or like showed me got me into it she uses like paper bags that you get like from going grocery shopping or whatever and you can cut those up into whatever and then like stick them in your bullet journal and use them for like little spreads and it's the cutest thing ever and I'm so I'm super excited for when I'm gonna finish this journal and then it's gonna be super thick and then it has to have like the little elastic to keep it shut because there's so much stuff in it like I'm so excited for that oh you want that like bursting oh yeah it's such an aesthetic I think it's so pretty I guess I like I'm a very ritualistic person Not in terms of, like, I sacrifice animals to, like, a god or anything. I'm a ritualistic person in terms of I like to have um, a daily ritual or things I do every day. And so at the end of every day, I go through the pages in my bullet journal of that month. And I'm like, okay, here's what I did today. Here's one thing that wasn't so great about today. Here's one thing that was great about today. Here's how much sleep I got today. Here's all of the things that I did. Like, I just like taking a quick look at the end of the day and, like, see my progress, I guess. So that's my thing. Kelly, you already kind of answered this one, but what is your favorite spread or maybe if you do different themes, theme you've ever done? This might be more of an aesthetics question. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I generally have the same kind of spread I use for like all my to-do lists so every week I just like have everything I need to do on two pages and there's so much room and I really like that I like being able to see everything and it's all spread out and I can cross it off so I guess that okay Peyton I usually pick like one color for the month and then use that for the whole month so that's really nice when you're like flipping through it or when I started doing my like collaging stuff those spreads I keep those also to like a color scheme that's specific so that when you're looking at it it's like oh this is green or oh this is blue and I it just looks so nice. I don't remember a lot of the spreads from my journal from last year. I know I had some that I really liked and some that I didn't like at all but I think this year I'm really going hard in terms of like artistic vision and I've only had two months because I do a different kind of theme every month but I really liked my first month January I did like a 70s kind of disco color scheme and then the letters were kind of like the 70s like bubbly font and I think the mixture of the colors was really nice and vibrant especially for January, which I see in like t- in the terms of the weather is like kind of dark and gray and gloomy. So I think it was just kind of like a fun juxtaposition between life and art because I'm an artist. I do the art. same thing. For February, I was like, it's really cold outside and the sky is gray all the time. So I made my theme warm colors and butterflies <gasps> and flowers for this month. Pretty. So I get you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, February is always pink for me because it's Valentine's Day. I try to ignore that fact. This year for me, February is uh, lavender themed. Mm. Oh, I love that. So it's not pink. I did pink last year because, you know, Valentine's Day. (laughs) But I did purple, which I think is still like a fun color in the same vein of pink. I want to talk about bullet journal tools, a.k.a. 
like markers and pens and stationery and all that fun, fun stuff, at least to me, if I had an unlimited budget, I would probably spend a big chunk of it on just stationery. Uh, yep, because I love it. But okay, here's here's a hypothetical question for you guys. If you had to be on a deserted island, and for some reason, bullet journaling is your priority on this mm-hmm. deserted island, what three tools would you bring with you? You Wait, guys is make the, the bullet rules. journal one of the three items. Oh yes, good question. The bullet journal is <laughs> one of the th- is not one of the three items. Okay, I was gonna be. You nervous. have three besides the bullet journal. I would take a lot of colored pens because that's my main go-to. Um, probably some highlighters. Those are oh, love highlighters and a ruler because if my lines aren't straight, I get really annoyed at myself, and I can't look at the page anymore. Oh no. <laughs> Peyton? Um, this is kind of hard, but... It is a hard question. I think my ruler. I didn't used to have a ruler, and then I bought one, and it is a game changer. Highly recommend. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. It just makes everything look so nice. So probably that. Um, maybe... Oh, wait, shoot. Three items is really small. Yeah. So I was gonna it's say a like, challenge. I was going to say, like, a stack of magazines and then, like, glue, but then what's the ruler for? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, um, I'm going to start over. I would probably, <laughs> the three items that I would probably bring would be a, a really good glue stick, um, a big stack of magazines, and then a black marker pen thing that like works over all of the, the magazine paper so I could add whatever. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous answers from both of you. I would bring probably a ruler because that's, yeah. You gotta have the straight lines. I'd probably bring like my micron pens because I use that to draw the lines with said ruler and black micron pens can be used for a variety of things. And then I'd probably bring my um I forget the brand, but they're dual ended brush pens. Are they the Tombow? They're Tombow. There we go. They're Tombow dual ended brush pens. I didn't used to have them and then they sell them a lot of stores around here in the Madison area, including Artisan Craftsman and the University place. Bookstore. They sell them at the bookstore? They do. Is there anything you don't like about bullet journaling, or is there anything in particular you struggle with? Oh, I got this one. Okay. okay. So I would say that personally, when I first started bullet journaling, because I'm just like a very organized person. And if you like look at bullet journals online, they're all so put together and like really nice looking and like straight lines and that kind of thing. And I think it was really hard for me to uh, like mess up and then be okay with it because it would be so often when I would like use pencil and then go over in pen and then mess it up really bad and couldn't do anything about it. And it took me like a really long time to figure out like that it's okay when you do it because it's like kind of part of the bullet journal culture in a way. It's like whatever, if you mess up, you just keep going. So like I spell things wrong in pen all the time and stuff like that. And I finally stopped using pencil for the most part. I pretty much just use my pen. I just I just go for it. But I, I actually have a friend who uh, whenever she messes up, she glues the pages together. But I just I just live with it, I think. It takes a second to, like, be okay. But as soon as you, you live with it, it just, like, embraces it, I think, even more. And it's just, like, even more, like, your own. 
for me, I totally felt the same way. Um, and also it was difficult at first to just get into like spending that much time creating a layout before you even write anything down. Like I was like, oh, this totally isn't worth my time. But like as I got into it, it becomes like, I don't even know. It's like nice. It's a little break where you can just organize your thoughts and like draw stuff and it's just so relaxing now whereas before it was more of a burden I'm like really getting into it now therapeutic <laughs> that's good yes the word you're looking for yeah. is you. therapeutic I have to agree 100% with Kelly in my answer um, I do still find it hard sometimes when I'm especially during the transition of months where I make a whole new kind of style for myself each month and I have to set up a lot of things in a short amount of time and I feel like for me the end of months are always like really busy for some reason mm, um, and that transitions just hard when I have so much time that I want to put into making something really nice for myself that I'm going to have for like a whole month and then more right but it's all worth it in the end for me all right so I don't know do you guys have any experience with like the bullet journal community either in person or online can you describe your experience if you have any with that i feel like i see it whenever we go shopping because people are like oh let's go get clothes but then i'm also like okay but we have to go to the stationery store so i can look at the washi tape and the pens like i don't know or like just doing it with friends sitting down and doing it because it's so nice to be like look at this layout i just found like it's so cute yeah like sometimes when we need a break from the day we all just kind of sit, like, us three just kind of sit together, and we're like, okay, we're going to spend half an hour just bullet journaling, and that's it. And it's, like, so nice. It's As nice. As Peyton said, therapeutic. Um, yes. And then also, oh, my God, on Pinterest, yeah. I have, like, a whole board for bullet journaling because people just, like, they're so good at it. And I just want to save everything. I guess that's an online community of that's, sorts. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd agree. Um, yeah, I originally got into bullet journaling. There was no one else in my life who did it. And then I, so I, I got inspired to do it from the online community. Mm -hmm. um, as I mentioned earlier, it was coming up on like my Instagram explore page. And it was like a similar vein to Pinterest where it was like, oh my gosh, this all looks so pretty. I want to do that. And also I watch a lot of YouTube and there are some YouTubers who are like, they kind of make it their career to just make videos about bullet journaling and like they have names for their followers that are like bullet journal names it's like really kind of weird but like so fun at the same time because you kind of like are connected to them in a way because you both like the same thing and you have like the same language to talk about it so that was that's the my personal experience okay so we're starting to wrap up here. Any advice or recommendations for our listeners who maybe want to start bullet journaling or want to level up their bullet journal game if they already do it? Any, any advice or suggestions? Don't be afraid to make mistakes. As Peyton and I said, like, honestly, it would bother me so much before if I would, like, mess up a line. But just kind of have fun with it. Don't be too particular. Don't be too detail-oriented. Just make it however you want to make it, and don't worry about making it look like the perfect ones that come up on Instagram and Pinterest. Make it you. That's beautifully said. Thank you. Also, I would say, like, don't feel bad about taking layouts that you find on Pinterest because, like, people post them for a reason. Like, I mean, eventually start doing your own stuff, but, like, if you see something that you really, really like, like, take it and then make it your own, I guess. 
because it's just like that's how people thrive in inspiration is off of each other like is there even any original thought anymore that's a good question life imitates art maybe one that i might talk about in a future episode (gasps) oh we'll have to wait and see you'll have to tune in i think also like don't feel the need to always have to change it up and like try new layouts like yeah i tried doing that this year i was like oh i i want my bullet journal to look different because i want a new layout and i tried like weekly layouts and they just made me really stressed out and they looked gross and so i went back to the one that i did all of last year and it's like i'm much happier for it and i it just like even if it's the one the same one that i do every week and it's the same one that i'm gonna do for the next few years i still think it's like it keeps me organized the best, so why would I change Yeah, that? and yeah, again, yeah, like reiterating what you said, don't be afraid to stick with what works when you find it. Because the sweet spots are sweet for a reason. Just to kind of see where you're at now, what's been inspiring you lately, or where do you see your journal heading right now? What is like the now? I would say that my now, the thing that I'm focused on is collaging, just because now that we have access to like magazines and stuff, it's a lot easier to just sit in, sit in a workspace for like an hour and just flip through magazines and cut stuff out. And I, so that's what I've started doing. And I really am excited to have that be like my year because that's what I started doing this year. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with it. I think I like just this month found kind of my basic layout that I want to keep using. So that's exciting. I have a little bit of, you know, groundwork done. Um, I might want to start using markers. I don't know. No big plans. Fun, fun. Oh, I guess mine, I also kind of mentioned it right now. February, lavender themes. I am also looking to expand my collection of Tombow Dueland brush pens. Mm-hmm. They're so nice. But they are expensive. They're like $3 That's piece. why I don't have any. That's, you can We're getting ours. there. <laughs> you can borrow it. Okay, so for your bullet journal or just for your life in general, I like to end on focus on the future uh, for yourself. So what's your 2020 vision or manifestation that you're trying to put into the universe? That's so funny you ask that because in my bullet journal, I have a 2020 New Year's resolution page <laughs> that oh I'm my trying gosh. to find currently. Oh, my gosh. Let's find. I have a lot of things written down. Just choose whichever ones. My main one, make more art. I want to be more creative. I want to create more. And I want to share that with other people because I usually keep it to myself. That is a great manifestation all right Peyton Um, 2020 vision slash manifestation I don't know if this is like specifically for my bullet journal probably it doesn't have to be okay good um whenever people ask me this I say embrace fear because Mm. it's something that rules people's lives when it really shouldn't and like the actually the quote that I just put here we go the quote that I just put in my bullet journal says what if it turns out better than you ever could have imagined so I am embracing fear and doing things that make me scared because what if it turns out better than you could have ever imagined absolutely wow is so good I love that. Thanks for having us. Yes. Thank you for being here, you guys. And thank you all who are listening at home. Maybe you're not at home. Maybe you're on the go. Who's to say? But thank you all to anyone who's listening right now. And make sure to come back next time. Uh, We get posted, I believe, every other Sunday for another episode of We Like to Make Stuff with me, your host, Becca Pleer. As always, this wonderful podcast is brought to you by WSUM. 91.7 FM Madison.